Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Kaiji Conversation. I am your host, ET13 Productions, and joining me, as per usual, my co-host, Axorzilla. And uh, today uh, we have a guest, Burb. Hello, Burb. Hey, what's up, guys? Hi. Thanks for having me. No problem. So, uh, how have you guys been today? Um, I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm saving up to get that light sound and music Godzilla, you know. Uh, the KKK Godzilla? Yeah, I wasn't going to refer to it as that, but yeah. Um, found it at a shop for a decent price. I'm hoping to be able to get it pretty soon. I don't believe I've been notified of whatever this light and sound and whatever it's Godzilla the 89 is. Godzilla. SH Monster but, Yeah, it's a Monster Arts. Ah, uh, okay. It's like bigger than the Shin Godzilla figure. It's huge. <laughs> Interesting. Um. Well, uh, Hexor, how was your day? Anything cool? Oh uh, yeah, I watched uh fifty four, uh specifically Godzilla. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, was this your first time? Yeah. Cool. Um, it's kind of funny that you watched it today because our topic for today is Daikaiju horror movies. Whoa! Um, yeah, Christ. I know, right? It's Christ, it's such man. a coincidence, right? Yeah. It's uh, okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um. So uh, we are continuing our horror movie genre stuff. Uh. So. This week, we will be discussing horror movies. Um, and last week, of course, we discussed horror movies in general, but this week, we will be discussing giant monster horror movies. We didn't really touch on it last week with our uh, special guest host, Justice, um, but today, we will be discussing this, and I think this is rather interesting because when you think of daikaiju movies, you really don't think about horror. You think of two giant monsters in the middle of the day beating each other up in this in a city with fire breath. That's essentially what people think. They don't actually think about horror movies. Which, there's actually a couple of horror movies, and uh, they've influenced the giant monster genre more than we actually would think. Um, so I guess to get things started, uh, I know Hackstore hasn't seen this, but... I would say the first giant monster horror movie would be King Kong 1933. 2005 is pretty scary. I mean... Really? Uh, I mean, that's debatable. I, I feel like the reason why 33 was so scary is because just of how mysterious it was. And, like, stop motion at the time was a new form of animation and nobody quite, like understood it. It was mind-blowing at the time. And I feel like the fact that they based an entire movie in which, like, nobody had really seen this before. Like, a giant ape kidnapping a lady and taking her to, like, the top of the Empire State Building and being shot down. Like, nobody would really think about that. But, like, it <clears throat> it, it was revolutionary for the time, and I think a lot of the things that happened in that movie really made it, like, mysterious and stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I agree with you there, Burb. Um, definitely, especially when you think about the time it came out. Around that time, Dracula came out and people were screaming in terror running out of the theater while that movie played. So, definitely at that time, this was a full-blown horror film. Monkeys and Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I just think, like, I feel like stop motion is also, like, a form of animation that can be used very well in horror. Yes. Like, that, that's why it's difficult to, like, convey emotion. Like, for example, 2D animation, you can convey emotion so much easier. Whereas, like, stop-motion animation seems like it would be more for, like, the more obscure things. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And uh, I know that when they were making... I'm trying to... It was a John Carpenter film? It might have been... Uh... Well, oh, no, no, no. It was uh, Ray Harryhausen. Uh... I'm trying Beast? to remember which... 20,000 Phantoms or something? Uh, uh, it was, uh, Jace? No, uh, before Ray Harryhausen had done all of his films, he had done nursery rhymes, but in stop motion, and one of the hardest things was to bring out to motion in these characters that he was doing, because of how you had to change the face. So, yeah, yeah I definitely agree that stop motion animation is probably a it's there's a reason why movies like Beetlejuice, um, Nightmare Before Christmas, and a lot of those classic horror films used that technique. Yeah, like for example, in your uh, series Quasar, Return of Quasar, like I noticed that that was like something that was like quite. It was like the main focus, and like I feel like with figures and stuff like that, you can really. It works for more animalistic things, but I feel like if you were to do it like a human animation, it looks so much more uncanny. And I feel like since apes are kind of similar to humans, I feel like that's why the Kong in that movie was so like creepy looking. Yeah. Um. And speaking of Kong and all that, um, Hacksaw. Uh, why would you say two thousand five Kong is a horror movie? I'm really curious on your inputs on the natives and the bug pit scene. Uh, what what exactly was it that freaked you out about the natives and the bug pits? Um, I don't know. Just something about them uh, scared me when I was little. Now, correct me if. Go ahead, Burb. No, it's fine. Uh. I just was going to add that, like, I feel like the bugs were, I remember them being a little bit scary, like, when they first got on the island, it was a little bit scarier, but you get used to it. Yeah, um, would you say, uh, now, Haxor, I don't know if you know, but did Peter Jackson do any horror films prior to King Kong? Uh, I, I can... Hold on. The Cuddle Bears movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't Lord of the Rings come out before? Or was that I think after? so. 
I th yeah, I think right here. Yeah, I think he did direct a horror movie. Um, I have not heard of it. Maybe you've heard of it. But it seems like he was... I don't know if he directed the movie or something like that, but he was... He made a movie, I think, called... The Frighteners in 1996. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael J. Fox is in mm -hmm. if that rings any bells. Yep. Uh, he, what it's did kind Michael of J. a Fox horror do? movie. The Frighteners. Uh, uh, Jackson. No, it, you base? said something about Michael J. Fox. Yeah, he's yeah, in the he movie. Was, yeah, he is? Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, I believe it was kind of a horror or a comedy too. Um, a uh, comedy, I believe, but I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I think it's a cult horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny is, and this doesn't date me at all, which is kind of funny, but the VHS cover for that freaked me out when I was younger. Because it's a face, like, going through a wall, and you see the outline, you know? And it, it looked very horrifying at that time. Uh, but I didn't know he worked on that. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, that is, that is actually kind of neat. Um, uh, uh, but yeah. what else, Hacksaw, would you say about 05 Kong? Like... What specific elements made it a horror film for you? Or at least horror-ish. Esque. Haxor? I'd say that's those are the only elements that make it, uh, scary. I see. Um, is there any other... Of those Kong films that you would say are horror-esque, I don't really feel like any of the others portrayed it as well as they should have. King Kong escapes because he's ugly in it. <laughs> Actually, I think any Toho Kong movie is horror because he's just terrifying. They did not do very well on the suits. Yeah, that's kind of difficult to make a How animal. How dare you! <laughs> how, dare I, how dare you? 62 is the best Godzilla design besides the legendary Godzilla. I that is not opinion, that is fact. Good day, I'm sir. Not, I'm talking about Kong, you silly. Yeah, yeah Kong is a little horrendous with that I, I feel like though, there's a certain campiness to the 62 Kong. And I really that, like the octopus suit. That oh yeah, that. Oh they yeah. They actually use like a real. Yeah, I'm and then kidding. they ate it. But there I'm was kidding. the octopus. I know it's a real octopus. I'm no, kidding. there was an octopus prop. Yeah, just whenever he had it on his face or something. No, they just got a real octopus and had a guy in a suit beat it up. That's oh. child abuse. <laughs> yeah, I believe. I believe they actually used three octopi, and then uh, Ejai, Subaraya, 
uh, ate it for dinner. One of them. <laughs> oh, jeez, wait, really? Oh, wait, yeah. no, I think I heard about this. Oh, no. Yeah. Wait, so, if he had... The a sea nice... serpent from Kong Escapes is one of my favorite kaiju. Uh, I don't... Let me see what he looks like. Don't he's at also me. Non, he's also non-copyrighted. Wait, Giant no. sea serpent for MonsterVerse. Yeah, yeah, legendary if you're listening. Do that, even though I think no, I'd don't do see it. Odaku. No, put I'd... Gamera in the MonsterVerse. <laughs> Make a deal and get him in there. But, uh, so I guess that's all for Kong, really. There's not a whole lot else to discuss. But, uh, why don't we talk about the obviously superior monster? Oh boy. Specifically, we'll be quickly talking about the original 1954 one because King of the Monsters 56, or as I like to say, King of the Monsters, because it's got an exclamation point at the end. That's the official title, not one without. All of you film com DVD companies, you're wrong. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, Keep calling you out. Godzilla 54 is a horror movie, while. I would argue that Godzilla King of the Monsters is uh, more of a usual 50s B-movie flick. So, uh, I know, Haxor, you said you watched it for the first time today, but what do you guys think about this as a horror movie? Uh, well, I feel like for the time, because like this happened right after Hiroshima, right? Uh, um, about ten years. Close enough. <laughs> um, this happened, uh, it happened, like, in that sort of time period. Let's just say that. Um. Yeah. I feel like since it was, like, right after, like, nuclear testing became, like, a big thing, they are like, they wanted to make a statement on it, almost. And, like, they basically showed it by giving us an idea of, wow, the, it created such a monster that the thing that we destroyed came back to destroy us. Yeah. I, I feel like that... I feel like that's something that was really... that... Not, not cool, but, like, it was an interesting topic, and I think the way they did it was good. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, yeah. And really, when you look at it, they kind of filmed Godzilla in a way to make him more of a... It, it seemed darker than it should have been, really. Like, for a Godzilla movie, it's vastly dark. The tones are a lot darker. The messages are darker. And Godzilla also is a lot darker. He actually goes out and kills people. Deliberately. Yeah. Other than 2014 not being a villain, I'd say that's a darker movie. Well, Godzilla, like, never actually attacked anybody. That's kind of like... Godzilla actually looked over a building and saw a police car, a police car with cops around it and burned them alive. So it's kind yeah. of like a... It, Godzilla's out to kill people. Like, he's deliberately stopping and killing them. The newscasters taking photos and all of that of him. He deliberately 
tears down that tower. He he walks through. But I it, I just I feel like fifty four is a lot more of a darker, more serious tone. I mean, twenty fourteen was filmed dark, but it doesn't it's not that dark really when you think about it. Other than the kiss of death, everything else is pretty lighthearted for a Godzilla movie too. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that. Um because think about think about the opening scene because I think Monster Island Buddies might have said it himself. I think he has the opening to that movie is like one of the strongest and most like most like blockbusters. Like how he has to go in and pretty much what he has to do is he has to decide between uh what's his name? Uh the guy from Breaking Bad, what's Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it has one of the strongest openings as well because it starts out with him having to decide whether to save his wife or letting the entire city just melt, basically. Like, I gotcha. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And, uh, like, I feel like it's definitely dark. I feel like the tone is very, very dark the entire time Brian Cranston is on stage. Uh, yeah, like, I, he definitely brought more of a darker <coughs> tone to the film when he was in there. Um, and definitely, I mean, it, it is kind of dark that he stood there and shut the door on his wife, and she died literally inches away from him. Yeah, that's and so then, crazy. Yeah, and then uh, he dies from trying to save people... And all his son can do is stand and watch. And then... It's so intense, and I love it. I mean, for the record, they did kind of ruin the best character in that movie. Uh, But... Godzilla itself, I don't think, other than another film we'll be discussing... Uh, towards the end of the episode, I don't really think Godzilla's been portrayed as a dark villain or even dark as much as he was in the original release. Yeah, um, I think we're getting a little bit too off topic here. Let's go back to 54. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> for, okay. Uh, sick. Um, so, I feel like from his entrance to, like, his main theme in that movie, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, like, on a piano, right? It's, like, it's all, it's all intense, right? Are we still talking about Godzilla, or are we talking about it now? We're ta- well, no, we're talking about 54. Oh. Like, just how intense the score is for that movie, and, like, his first appearance, like, where he just... He appears over, like, there. The mountain, yeah. And he just kind of pops out, even though, in the words of Jobby the Hong, he's like a dead Muppet. Uh, <laughs> he pops out from behind the mountain. I feel like, though, it's just really kind of like an intense score and stuff as he's destroying the mainland and just laying waste to all he has. 
And, like, sound design of the movie was pretty poopy. Like, I will admit, the sound design isn't very good, but for the time, I feel like it, it was pretty good. Um, and I think I watched a review on it where it kind of, like, brought up the point where it's like, the editing is a bit weird. But, like, that it makes sense for the time, because I think the director wanted it like that. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel like, uh, the, the original 54 film, and I probably should have rewatched it, but I'm 90% sure this is what happened. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the opening shot is of a city, or not city, a, uh, ship being burned in flame as they message SOS to get out of it. Yeah, I just, I think- I didn't know what they were saying. So I will neither confirm nor deny that. Basically, it's like, from the moment Godzilla is in it, which is literally... It, it's very sh soon after the movie starts how his presence is already there. But the moment he gets there, he's already killing people. He's burning up these ships. He's killing people, and then... He just continues to run rampant and kill people and destroy cities until he can stop. So it's, he's definitely out, and he's not giving a crap what he does. I think it's, I know I've kind of said this before, I sound like a broken record, but like, I think the fact that it shows Godzilla come onto the mainland and then everybody like is super terrified and stuff like that, and yeah. uh it it gets super super intense really quick like how you said and... oh and speaking of the mountain uh originally he was supposed to pop over with a cow hanging from his mouth so oh yeah i remember hearing about that how yeah. like it was supposed to be like a dead cow in his mouth that was that would have been crazy dark it, the reason why they cut it was it was actually too gory and horrific for that time huh I mean, I I can see what they mean, but I feel like it also would have fit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. <coughs> excuse me. Sorry. Uh. I feel like, though, one scene that I want to point out that makes it really, like, really scary, almost, um, is the scene where... The little why with the mom and like everything. Yeah, them and we'll like, be joining Daddy soon. Yeah, um, yeah, their house is just crumbling and stuff. Like I thought that was really dark, like very very intense topic, and I feel like they handled it pretty well. Yeah, they definitely put in the metaphor for Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Uh, yeah. for that. Um, and like we were saying about sound, the music in it also is very dark. Prayer for Peace, that is almost like it would be played at a morgue. Um, yeah. Like, after the, the city's destroyed, the dur 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 Yeah, dur, with like the you intense know. piano. And... Yeah, it's all very dark. Just like um, uh, Terror of Mechagodzilla, that also reused a lot of the more darker 
you know, you have the piano, but it's very dark, it's very slow, menacing. And uh, it really puts on this uh, persona of a horror-esque. And then they basically destroyed that message with 98. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, yeah. Well, go ahead. Uh, no, it's it's fine. Do we? Do you think we have anything? <laughs> okay. No, cut this. Why did you create a random chat? That's so weird. Uh, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Sorry. Um. Uh, I I forget what I was saying. Um. I'm sorry. But like, okay. I feel like. Yeah, I just feel like 1954 was so revolutionary for its time, and I feel like it really kind of showed why Godzilla was a threat to be reckoned with. Yeah. Like, just, we had really never seen something like this, and it's very, it was the first time, and it was the very first time we ever really got to see, um... Like, a suit. Like, an actual person walking around in a suit, you know? Yeah. Like, it it just... It was revolutionary. And, like, the fact that Haru Nakajima, rest his soul, uh, like, literally went out and wanted to, like, look at certain types of animals and investigate their behavior to improve... Um, kind of studied animals to better his performance as this big, menacing, tyrannical beast is, like, it's really cool. And I'm happy they did it. And it just bettered his performance, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, uh, do you guys feel like we've... Oh, Haxor, what, what are some more of your thoughts on... Godzilla 54 being more in the horror-esque. I don't really see it. Um, what do you see, uh, Haxor? Kind of get an alternate view on this film. I don't really know. Just seeing, um, it so far into loving Godzilla so much, I just see it as another Godzilla. See? Um, so, what genre would you say it is under? All the subgenres. Probably sci-fi. Sci-fi? Okay. Um, well, I guess we've covered that, uh, fairly well. Um, I guess we can move on to our next Godzilla movie. Um, one of the most psychedelic films I've seen. Uh, oh, no. One of the weirdest films I've seen, and uh, kind of middle road for me. Uh, Godzilla versus Hedera. Um, more like the '60s as a movie, am I right? <laughs> yeah. LSD is great. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, what do you guys think about the film under the horror genre? Do you see that, or what do you see if you okay. see that? There's a part of it that traumatized me as a little boy. Um, was it the skeletons? It was not the skeletons. I, I actually didn't give half a crap about those people. I was like, oh, they're dead. 
Cool. Uh, <laughs> I think the part that actually did scare me was the scene where they were all in they were all doing drugs and they were like all dancing in the strip club bar place or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like what what was crazy about it was they're just they're just chilling they're they're being they're being a bunch of crazy drug people and uh, <laughs> then like just the sludge starts like going down the stairs and everything and it's it's crazy because like it's just going down the stairs and the part that scared me was uh the part where like it shows the cat just in covered in sludge and like you see like it's in pain and stuff. Yeah. Like that part, I was like, no. That part's funny. What is wrong with you? That's animal That's cruelty on like a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah. Haxor, are you okay? Physically sure. Mentally no. Oh. Ah. That, that that explains a bit. That explains not a bit. It explains a lot. <laughs> um, real quick, I do just want to say, like, out of any of the Godzilla films, this was probably the only one when I was a kid that actually gave me a nightmare. Uh, it was. Yeah, and I think part of it was the people changing colors, faces thingy, and the weird. Oh, yeah. part where they have the baby crying in the sludge and the fisherman and it all starts to change into multiple colored squares or whatever. Yeah, like the, that... the animation part or whatever. The animation didn't get me as much, but it was very jarring <coughs> watching the animated stuff when I was younger. Yeah, like it it was definitely like an intense thing that happened. Alright, so you were talking about, like, the whole squares thing, where, like, the people were, like, their skin was changing, and then they just changed into skeletons, whatever. That, and then the whole part in the movie where, uh, it's, it's hard to explain, it's, like, got the, it's got the multiple people, like, saying, kill Hedra, kill Hedra, we gotta find a way to kill him, kill him with oxygen, you know, all that, and you've and got And they were, like, the... throwing, like, torches at him and stuff. No, it wasn't that, it's where... They're all in these little squares on the screen, and it just keeps popping up, and they're, like, doubling. And then eventually there's, like, 200 of them on the screen, and then they just start turning into, like, yellow, red, orange, blue uh, squares. And it gets... I don't know if I'm describing this very well. I haven't, but, uh... I haven't seen that movie in a while, but... Uh... Like, I think it sounds pretty crazy. Um, yeah, it's, it, I just, I don't think I could mentally take the film. It just freaked me out. I mean, the 60s was a crazy time. Very crazy. And what's funny is it came out in the 70s. But, like, wasn't it 68, or was that Destroy Destroyal Monster. Yeah, Monsters. No, yeah, 71, yeah, my mistake. Um... But, like, I feel like Godzilla, it's, like, all this treacherous thing, and then Godzilla gets out of the 
It's like, Ugh! Where, where's all my fish dead? What's going on? Yeah. He just comes in and then tries fighting Hidora like a few times, and then he gets his he gets his butts kicked a few the first few times, and then he comes back and like just they have a fight and he just beats him up and stuff. I feel like this movie was very like well made for its time. Well, no, no, no. I take that back. Wrong statement. Um. <laughs> I feel like this movie, um, I feel like it was definitely, like, important for the time when, like, pollution started becoming a bigger thing. Yeah. Um, I just, I feel like it's, it was important that it was made. It's a weird one, sure, but, like, I feel like it was a good thing that made it. And, like, yeah, definitely. I'm not even gonna talk about some of the reason why Hedora looks the way he looks because I think we already know what that is. Yeah. And then he got a complete design over. Wait, what is what does Hedora look like? I'll I'll talk to you about it. No, after say say it right now. We'll talk about it after the podcast. We're gonna uh, keep it G-rated, but uh, uh, yeah, I just the movie it's very weird and like when you read about potential sequels uh red moon was one hedra 2 is another it it gets very weird it's kind of horrifying to f- think that they would have made another one of those yeah i feel like hedora godzilla versus hedora because it bought into people fear about like if we pollute too much it's going going to trash the planet, and then Trash Man is going to come kill us. Yeah. Um, what's funny is uh, Tomiyuka Tanaka hated the movie so much that he uh, told... I-, I think it was him. I- I'm pretty sure he told Yoshimitsu Bano that he would never work on another Godzilla movie for as long as uh, he worked at Toho. Dang. And, uh... Yeah, no, he actually never worked on another one until 2014, which he's EP. Uh, and for people at home, that's executive producer. And he worked a little bit on King of the Monsters before he passed away, but he's still credited oh, as executive producer. And he gets a uh, loving memory uh, mentioned. So, yeah. yeah. Didn't he get it at the end of King of the Monsters? Yep. Yeah, I remember that. But, uh... uh... It's it's definitely interesting to think what could have been if we had stayed on with the Hedra stuff. Yeah, like, I would have liked, as as weird as he was, I would have liked to potentially see, like, where it could have gone. Like, I feel like, I think there was, like, a concept where, like, he just become, like, a bunch of sludge and just, like, enveloped Godzilla. Like, I know he did that thing where he made, where he basically, like, got the, uh, he got Godzilla in a pit, and he just, like, dumped a bunch of trash on him, and Godzilla just kind of sank in it, but, um, I think, like, I think there was a kind where, like, he just turned into complete sludge, and just, like, attacked Godzilla, whatever. He did crap on him. (laughs) Uh. So. Yeah. It, it, they, I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah. Oh, 
Okay. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to think what would have happened, like, Haxor, I guess we can move on to you. What did you think of the film, uh, especially in the horror elements? One word. L. S. D. <laughs> I mean, it makes uh, sense. Yeah, it, it does. Hey, we're a bunch of high people. Oh, look, a giant monster. <laughs> oh, look, another monster. They're just going to beat the crap out of each other. We'll and LSD is pretty freaking creepy for any of you at home who's tried it. Uh, you haven't and even if you tried haven't, it. If you haven't, don't. It's bad for the health. Do it! Hey, it's, kids. Drugs stay drug-free. Drugs are bad, okay? Drugs are bad. Um, now, moving on, the next film I have on my list, uh, I haven't seen, and I know Burb hasn't seen, but Haxor, you said you've seen it, uh, 2006's, I believe, uh, it was a South Korean movie called The Host, <laughs> not The Host based off the book, that's awful, and I read that, um, The Good Host with the monster that comes out of the ocean and eats people, that's all I know about it. Then carries a girl with its tail. Um, what can you say about that film, Haxor? One, it's not Daikaiju. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. I got it at a weird movie store that was down. Watched it. And it has some, like, I wouldn't say scary, but just weird, gross parts. I don't know. Um, it's been a while since I watched it. It's like two years ago. Um, it's nothing to write home about. It's not a horror movie. It's not great. I've just heard. But um, I think there was a planned sequel, but it got scrapped. Out. Oh. Um, Burb, what do you know about the film? Or uh, fish have seen land and eats a bunch of Korean people. I've heard. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's essentially all I know too. Like, a, um, <laughs> but from what I have seen, it's actually quite like maybe maybe that's just me judging early on, but like it looks actually decently scary. I remember seeing it like parts of it like when I was a lot younger, and I was like, "Whoa, this is intense!" Like the fish literally like the thing comes out of the water, it just grabs her tail and it just kind of drags her. Way, which was pretty intense in my opinion. Um, uh, is what I like about it is it's a monster movie where the monster isn't that big. Like I feel yeah. like those kinds of movies, I feel like they're pretty unique, and I like that. Like <clears throat> I think what's really cool is how like they're smaller than buildings. So they can, like, they're not, it's like, it's like in the Jurassic Park movie, um, where they're not too big, but they're decent sized. I think that's pretty cool. Um, but from, I've heard it is a pretty scary movie. I don't know, I'm going off of Hacksaw's opinion, but, uh. I mean, I'd, I'd want to watch it today. It's on my list, but... 
you know, it's interesting. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, Haxor, would you recommend this film? I mean, people? if, sure. Uh, do you have to be, like, specific in taste, or would you just recommend this to anybody? Um, I'd say specific in taste. But even if you like slasher movies, I'd say watch it or something. Hmm. Interesting. Seems like there's um, a lot of shots of it running up behind people. Anyway, uh, Hacksaw, is there anything else you would say about the movie itself, or just... It has a weird subplot of a virus thing. Really? Uh, from what I, from what little I saw, it looked like it was a love story, giant monster, horror, slasher film, but there's, a, this sounds like it's a very interesting film. It sounds like there's a whole lot going on. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like it's rare that movies can have a bunch of subplots and juggle it well. Yeah. yeah, but uh, what's this virus subplot? Unless uh, Burb, do you want to get spoiled potentially? I I don't really care. Um, and spoiler alert, I guess at home, uh, if you're listening. So if you really want to see the movie, that. yeah, Justice, Justice go watch put, the film. Justice will put like a timestamp or something where we're done talking about it or whatever. Oh, you can't do that on Google Play. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. It, uh, anyway. Alright. As you were, uh, uh the Hacksaw. I vaguely remember it, but, like, towards the last bit of the, like, towards halfway through the movie, <clears throat> people start getting sick, um, because the monster has, like, some sort of disease that it gives. I can't remember. And, uh, like, a city gets quarantined. And it's a city where the uh, sister, or I can't remember, um, is being, a daughter, I think, is being, like, held captive by the monster. That's weird. That oh. almost sounds like, like what happened in Cloverfield. But... Speaking of Cloverfield, that's our next movie on the list. Who um, would have known? Yeah. Does anybody else have any last thoughts on the host? Considering uh, Max is the only one who's seen it, I can't really say. Yeah, same here. Um, but we've all seen the 2008 found footage movie Cloverfield. I really like that. I I recently saw it. I think I saw it. I want to say I saw it. Um few months ago, and I gotta say, it was really, really good. I liked it a lot. Um, I can't stand the part where the blows up. The what does? The lady in the, like, the hospital where she, like, kind of, like, blows oh, up. Oh, yeah, blow. where her stomach blows up. Yeah, that's a little bit of a weird, disgusting scene. But, like, I feel like that's the virus. I don't it... feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If my boy, I think you might have been on your show, if my boy Meme Lord Vape is watching it, uh, I think he would definitely know a lot about it, because he he's a huge Cloverfield fanatic. He loves 
it to death. Um, and he, like, can really tell about the anatomy and stuff of the monsters and, like, the parasites and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's a future plan of ours is to discuss the Cloververse, so that might be a little sneak peek or hint towards that. Um, you never know. Uh, but I guess, uh, Haxor, we'll start with you this time. What do you think about the movie Cloverfield? Um, I've, I had, it's been a really long time since I last watched it. <clears throat> so, what's your thoughts on the movie? Um, it's fun, I guess. I, I think for a found movie, it definitely keeps your attention. Like, I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like, for example, uh, the Blair Witch Project, while that is, like, one of the, one of the movies where it's, like, I think that was the movie that, like, kind of revolutionized. It was the oh. first real big one. Yeah, it's like, oh, we have footage, let's just use it and make a movie out of it. We we don't have the budget, really. And then I feel like lots of studios kind of want to make that idea, and the fact that I think <clears throat> this was the first real monster movie to do that. Yeah. I think that's I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, um well Haxor, uh would you classify it as a horror movie? I know so far you a, a thriller. Thriller, okay. Thriller um, <laughs> Uh Okay. Um real quick, what is the difference between horror and thriller horror has gore and more like it's more frightening than just have, thriller I don't know I have to disagree with you because I feel like horror doesn't necessarily need to be gore and blood and all that stuff I feel like horror needs to be well like, yeah a sense of mystery almost a sense of dread and like something an unstoppable or something like that, and you don't know how to stop it. For example, um, I think it came out in 2018, or no, it came out this year, um, movie Us, which I recently saw. Nope! What? What? What are you trying to say? Um, I feel like, that, actually, no, that's a bad example, it has a lot of gore in it, but like, <laughs> Alien. My opinion is better. Um, I will crucify you. I will personally come to your house. Krampus Krampus has one scene with a little blood in it, and it's not even very gratuitous. I don't like Krampus because Todd Packard dies. Well, we'll discuss (laughs) that in a moment, but, uh, yeah, I I honestly have to agree with Burb on this. As a person who loves the idea of a horror movie and uh wants to make a horror movie really i believe horror just has to get you scared um it has to get you stressed out anxiety thriller and horror thriller is scary but it's not as scary as horror Hmm. i feel like thriller is just a type of it might be a subcategory yeah 
But, uh, yeah, uh, I definitely, f I can see where you're coming from. Uh, hasn't, Burb, have you seen the movie Gothica with Robert Downey Jr.? I have not seen that. Krampus, I feel like, because that was made by Michael Doherty, right? Yeah, and we'll talk a little bit more about that here in a few minutes. Okay. But, uh... If you want to use it as an example, go for it. Yeah, like, I feel like I can kind of see, like, the same kind of directing in there. Like, it can be very intense at times, but, like, he sneaks into comedy. It, it's like, he has a certain style of comedy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I and feel like you can really see that in Krampus. Didn't the guy that direct Cloverfield direct Superman Returns? What? J.J. Uh, Abrams? No, J.J. Abrams didn't direct it. He was executive... He was producer. Alright, so... Cloverfield. Um, I felt like the monster... I feel like this was kind of like the first real time a monster was supposed to be more mysterious and terrifying. It wasn't supposed to be like a big lumbering beast. It was supposed to be more agile. Like, Wait, are there any cuts in the film? What do you mean? Yeah, like, there's plenty of cuts. Yeah, like, it's it's not just all one footage. Like, there are, there's, like, a cut where they're, like, in a helicopter, and then they're down on the ground. Like, it cuts around quite a bit. But, like, the, the cool part about it is what makes it is because it's mysterious, because you don't see Cloverfield very much in the movie. Until you buy the Hasbro toy. Well, I mean... <laughs> oh, $500,000 for it. It's $5,000? It's like 500 got... oh. There's like one on eBay that I saw that was going for like 300 but like... It, it's still a ridiculous price. Um, now, what was I going to say? Okay. Um... So, I feel like the reason why it's scary is because you don't know what the monster is until, like, you get a first glimpse of it when it trashes, like, one of the buildings and, like, you see it attacking tanks and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's not really seen very much, and that gives it a sense of mystery, and, like, it kind of, it leaves it up to the imagination, and that's what's so terrifying. Yeah. Um, okay, so I was wrong about him directing uh, Superman Returns. That's, um, he is isn't that Mike Doherty? No. No, he wrote that movie. Matt Reeves is directing The Batman in 2021. He oh, did yeah. both Planet... Uh, he did War for the Planet of the Apes and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Um, Who's Donna? Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And that's basically all he's done that are actually really big, other than Cloverfield. So, fairly good director. But, well, uh... Oh, go ahead. I mean, it's it's weird. They've, they're starting to give... Or actually, no, I think they've done it more. They're, the treatment for Batman, he's been rebooted so many times. It's just kind of like a lost cause almost. Team. Yeah. Like, but uh, 
Yeah. Uh, and Batman's... I think people are going to get tired of him, which we might discuss him a little bit down the road. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about Cloverfield-wise? Should I just... Uh... Cloverfield's cool. He's a big lanky boy. He destroyed the Statue of Liberty. Lanky. For those in New York, what you gonna do about it? <laughs> yeah, and real quick, I just want to say, I think, uh, personally, I thought that uh, Cloverfield, like Burb said, um, it really was a revolutionary found footage. Uh, the fact that it used giant monsters instead of the usual mystery in the woods or creatures walking down you know it 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 was very cool and i feel like that it definitely deserved more praise than it did however it only the first trailer for it came out literally two weeks before the movie came out so uh I yeah mean, but the it, first trailer came out two weeks before the actual movie if i recall yes it came out two weeks before but that's cloverfield's thing is it likes to be that mystery um when well, it was filming, they used big cheese, and that's what everybody knew it by. They used cheese? <laughs> that was the name of it, was Big Cheese. <laughs> just, just the mouse from Barnyard, Biggie <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> but, uh, but I, it, it's kind of weird to think that the trailer came out two weeks before. But, I mean, it also makes sense, like, Cloverfield Paradox's trailer came out an hour before the movie Yesterday. dropped. That's, that's um, I mean, at this rate, so is the Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, cow. Godzilla vs. Kong is not going to come out forever. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, do you guys have anything else you want to bring up about Cloverfield, or should we really go ahead sucked. and move on? I want uh, Kidding, Kidding. I want Cloverfield to come back, and I want Zilla to come back, and I want them to fight. <laughs> Cloverfield. Would I honestly, when I was little, I honestly Godzilla versus Cloverfield was a thing. Oh, I was so excited to watch it, but then my dad told me it didn't exist, and then the dresser fell on top of me. <laughs> Because I was pretending to be Godzilla and Cloverfield fighting. And I jumped onto my dresser pretending it was a building. And it fell on top of me. Yikes. Yeah, I, I was... <laughs> That's and a when good I was little, to end. I always thought Rodan was Gamera and Gamera was Rodan. That's weird. Same day. That's a good note to end it on for Cloverfield. <laughs> falling down with a dresser on top of you. Um... <laughs> So, before we wrap things up with uh, the MonsterVerse, we are going to touch on the modern horror Godzilla film. That's a full-blown, I would say, uh, fairly, quote-unquote, scary. Um, Shin Godzilla, uh, also known as Shin Gojira, Godzilla Resurgence, and anything else. Haxor, shut up. Um, so... I personally don't see this film as a scary movie, um, but Burb, we'll let you go ahead and start us off here. Could you see how this is a horror movie like so many people dub it? Uh, you know, it doesn't have a whole lot of horror elements in it, but I can see where they're coming from, because 
how grotesque they made Godzilla in this, and like how different he looks, and how much more menacing he is, I feel like it can be classified as it. And like, think about it. Like, it, some of the scenarios in this movie seem straight out of a horror movie. Like, think about it. Like, a giant monster falling out of the ocean and just pouring, like, hundreds, billions of gallons of blood into the streets and just flooding them. And just, like, nobody knows what it is. It is so grotesque looking and just crashing the place and it's slowly evolving and nobody knows what to do. And, like, it feels, it feels really cool because they basically modernized the original Godzilla. And that's what's really cool about it. I gotcha. Um, um yeah, and like oh, go, go sorry, ahead. sorry for interrupting. Uh, I just wanna, oh no, no, you're fine. I want to hear more. I want to bring one more point. Um, and like I, I remember seeing like a dis- deleted scene or something where it's like all blood and eyes all over the place. Have you guys seen that? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that was supposed to be uh, Godzilla reproduces asexually. Um, yeah. when a part of him falls off, it would grow into a new Godzilla. Uh, that may sound familiar for viewers of my YouTube channel. <laughs> <coughs> no! Um, we don't talk about but... him. The Godzilla timeline's real. Yeah. It's a shame, because now we won't get a Shin Godzilla sequel. Maybe. And I'm uh, that's, happy. Let's, I, I'd like to bring that up here in a second. Um... And I do also believe there's another deleted scene where Godzilla literally pukes blood up whenever he's, uh... No, Shinigawa-kun. Yeah, Shinigawa-kun. The second form, yeah. I... Okay, real quick. Kamada-kun is, uh, the fat one with the fat net. Don't be rude. Hey! Listen, I hate this design, okay? Shin Godzilla. Get out of here! I'm moving you. But... You said you hated the movie. Doesn't matter. Chromatic is precious. How dare you? Um, <laughs> and then the, the movie tail sucks, but Chromatic good. Is the does the tail have a name? Tadpole, whatever. Tail. Fat tail. It, okay. It has a swimmy boy. Swimmy boy. Okay. <laughs> swimmy boy. Uh, Kamada-kun. Shinigawa-kun is more the most original to the original Godzilla design. And then the you have... One. I honestly thought that was better than Shin Godzilla itself with the freaking long tail and the fat rolls for legs. Um, hey, now. And then Jesus. fifth form. Uh, I don't care for that a whole lot. Um, but what... Uh, actually, Haxor, we'll go with you, because I really don't know what oh, to no. say about this. Um, what, what do you see horror in this, uh, like Burb does, or what do you see other than bad CGI textured monsters moving kind of weird? Hey, now. Come on. You're a rock star. Oh, come on. <laughs> Alright, I'll give you that. Say what you will, but I feel like they modeled they modeled the Shin Godzilla design off of a suit, and it looks real. That's why I like it. Uh, like you said, how he looks weird and how he moves around weird. Like, are you saying like how he kind of just stumbles and stuff? It the CGI in Japan reminded me a lot of an asylum. Film. Uh, 
Uh, specifically when Godzilla is about ready to die down for the night or whatever, um, he moves very badly to me. Uh, he it's too jerky. Um, they definitely need to work on their motion capture. To me, I mean, I um, didn't. I didn't think it was that bad. I felt like I felt like some of the movements were kind of stiff, but like at the same time. It's like, it's like, think about this. It's like a giant baby is, just grows up on the mainland within a matter of, like, a day. And he doesn't really know what's going on. And he's just kind of dumb. He's stupid. He's just walking around. He doesn't know what's going on. People are shooting stuff at him, but he just falls on his face. Cause he's fat. Do you want to know what that sounds like to me? What? Cloverfield. Cloverfield's not fat. True. He ain't but he's sick stupid. like Shin Gun. Uh, cut that, baby. Um, but, like, it kind of, I can see where you're coming from, but, like, this one, like, he kind of evolves as he's going through to kind of adapt. I also think that's the problem I have with Shin, is that He's like Superman, you can't really beat him. Whatever you throw at him, he'll just retaliate in about 30 seconds once he evolves. Like, there's but, no legitimate way of killing Shin Gods. Unless you find a way to dematerialize him at the speed of light and making sure there isn't a single particle of him left. I mean, they froze him, didn't they? Yeah, but that was for about three weeks. And then he would run rampant again. Wait, really? Yeah. And then and... the U.S. would nuke Japan. Yeah, yeah. Either way, Japan's screwed. Which we'll discuss the Shin Godzilla sequel. That'll never happen. Here in a second. Uh, Screen Rant, I know you're going to steal that if you haven't already. Uh, enjoy that article you're going to type up. No, Shin Godzilla 2 would basically be like Endgame. It would start with Godzilla waking up. And then it would just have the military nuke him. <laughs> Captain Marvel just comes out of nowhere. Hey. No. No. I want to save you. Don't you say that name here. Captain Carvel. Dude, that's fair. <laughs> uh. Uh. But anyway, like I felt like I felt like it was horror, and one of the reasons why I felt that way is the ending scene where we see all the little baby shins and humanoids the... yeah huh xenomorphs the, the humanoids yeah they're just crawling out of the tail and stuff like that and it's it's very scaly like think of how big these things are like sure they're at the end of the tail but like they're about the size of the tail right not, not that big, but they're pretty big. They're human size. No, they aren't. They look a little I'm bit I'm pretty bigger. sure they are. So they're you're saying like humans foot. are the size of Godzilla's dorsal foot? No, 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 the the person uh um at the at at the end the tail it's zoomed in so you don't actually get to see uh how tall they are, but I don't believe it was too tall. 
Like, I I don't think they're that big, but I think they're bigger than, uh, I think they're bigger than, like, regular humans. Uh, yeah. I gotcha. Um, um, and do you have anything else you would like to say about the film? I feel like the reason why it's horrible, and I'm gonna say this one more time, it's basically just repeating words, but it's, it's, he's more grotesque in the movie, and, like, it shows how much we've, like, polluted versus, like, the 50s and stuff, and showed how much effect it's taking, because Shin Godzilla comes out, he's so much more powerful, and, like, just, like, the this isn't, it's not necessarily, like, a big, like, terrifying theme, like, the original Gojira, but, like, it's, uh, Who Will Know, that song, uh, it's more, like, it's more graceful, but it's chaotic at the same time, you know? I gotcha. But do you, though? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well... I mean, just got that. It's fine. Um, yeah. I I, I get you. I think that's what I I've got to say. Um, and I guess now we can move on to what a potential sequel to Shin Godzilla would be. And real quick, here's what I'm gonna say: the movie would be about thirty minutes long because Godzilla would be in it for about two minutes as he evolves into. The creatures, and then it would be like The Walking Dead. Best case scenario, they find a way to reverse that, and then he has to re-evolve. But that would be kind of stupid, because you'd have to redo everything you just did again. I thought it was like... I, I heard it was supposed to have Shin Ghidorah. That is... Not entirely true. Um, There is artwork of quote-unquote Shin Ghidorah, um, but it is not actually concept art for a movie. And then it was, Shin it was Ghidorah. For, it was for the Universal ride, right? This was before. Uh, I, I, It was for, like, the 65th anniversary. And then, like you said, uh, Universal then had Godzilla versus Evangelion, the 4D ride. Where they had a Ghidorah, however, it is not Shin Ghidorah. It is uh, Eva Ghidorah, I would say. It's based off the original concept. So, And then I remember they had that poster, uh, I shared it with you, um, in the Godzilla store for their anniversary. And it was yep. of Shin Godzilla fighting a mystery Ghidorah. Because it doesn't oh. look like, it doesn't look like yeah. the Eva one. Like, That's the one I was referring to, yeah. Yeah. I almost like, got a blanket with that at G-Fest. I, sh I really wish I could have. But, yeah, I I like that Ghidorah. It definitely looks like it'd be a dark film, but I just, I don't see what they could do with it. Yeah. Um, I think it, it kind of feels... Shin Ghidorah. What? I think it is officially Shin Ghidorah. I mean... 
Or Universal Ghidorah. I can't, I can't remember. It doesn't, well, it doesn't... Eva Ghidorah and Shin Ghidorah are two completely different things to me. Technically, uh, it's concept art Ghidorah. True. You're very right. Um, But the one in the 4D is different from the one seen in that poster. But, Burb, what were you about to say? Uh, I I really like Shin Ghidorah or Eva Ghidorah, whatever. I, I like his design. Um, but, like, I, I think it's definitely, like, an interesting one. It's a unique one. Uh, like yeah. that. And then, <coughs> Pactor, do you have anything to say about a Shin Godzilla sequel or Shin Ghidorah or anything like that? I love Shin Ghidorah, but I don't want a sequel. Thank you. I completely agree. I don't want Walking Dead with Godzilla, because that's what we would get. I've never seen Walking Dead, so I have no idea what you're talking about. Zombies. Zombies and Godzilla. That's basically what it would be. Well, uh, okay. Um... Yeah, essentially what it would be is Godzilla would be in the movie about 10 minutes. He would finish evolving into just billions of Brazilians or of Brazilians. Brazilians? Of, uh... Yeah, bud. Many fifth form Godzillas, and they would take over the planet, and we would all die, and then it would be post-apocalyptico. You know what I like, kind of like to think about it, almost, is I like to feel like the legendary Godzilla and Shin might share a universe, almost, I feel like. I don't know, I'm weird. Um, That'd be interesting. Like, I kind of feel like, since the Godzilla that we know is just kind of, he spends most of his time in, like, the States and stuff, because, I don't know why. But, like, I feel like Shin would be, he's just chilling in Japan, but since nothing's really happened with him in a while, stuff. I don't know. That didn't make any sense. I gotcha. Um. No, you don't. I, 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 I getcha. <laughs> okay. Um, Hacksaw, do you have any final comments, or we could then move on to the American Godzilla. Which one? Um, the good one. Okay. Um, so, so Haxor... film is a very... Uh, Haxor, are you good? That's a certified grab moment. Haxor, are you good? Hey, bro, you good? Yeah. Okay. Actually, we're almost done. Okay. Well, um, finally we'll be discussing the MonsterVerse, which it always seems like we end up discussing it. I guess we really love the MonsterVerse. Um, first things first, uh, the 2012 Comic San Diego Comic-Con teaser trailer for Godzilla 2014. Ah, yes. Where it shows a dead thing. Vishnu. Okay, I love the trailer. That it was called Vishnu. I, I uh, oh, I wish they could have done that. I don't think they could have done King of the Monsters though. 
the way they did. However, I definitely think that <laughs> what would have been 2012 would have been better than what we got in 2014. Yeah. Um, Burb, do you have anything else to really add on to that? Um, it's it's really dark to be. For it it is. It's very dusty as well. Like yeah. Uh, I feel like I remember seeing that, and I remember seeing it in the theater. And really, yeah, I remember seeing it, and it was weird. Like, I remember seeing Godzilla just kind of looking up and roaring, and it was weird. It was like, I it completely caught me off guard, because I had no idea that there was going to be a Godzilla movie. And it it just caught me off guard, and I was like, it, because Godzilla had been dark, pretty much, like, it, the series was pretty much in purgatory for years and years, and then, like, just to see something, it was just mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, but, like, I felt like it was really intense and scary for, like, a Godzilla trailer. It wasn't what yeah, I was Yeah, most to. definitely. Yeah. Uh, and I think one of the, like, the most prominent images I remember from it is uh, the train car where the dead bodies are. Oh, that was weird. That's, that is scary. so weird. I really wish I could have read or at least seen what would have happened. It's in King of the Monsters. Yeah, it, it appears in King of the Monsters. A lot of the footage that was unused ended up in King of the Monsters. But I really wish I could have saw what this originally was going to be. Because this was dark. This was dingy. This was dirty. This was a... I would say certified horror movie for Godzilla. Yeah, and while I dark. and while I adore 2014, it would have been very interesting to see what we would have gotten. Yes. Um, Haxor, what do you have to say about the 2012 <coughs> San Diego Comic Con teaser trailer? Um, I like it. Uh, why do you like it? It's just... I, I, I really like Vishnu, I don't know why. Kind of reminds like me of... Kind of reminds me of a mix between a crustacean and a tardigrade. I remember... I think in Vrano's video... Uh, his Godzilla animation. I remember he had like a... Uh, he had like a reference to it, but like... It was just like... It was only, like, the body part, though. It was weird. Hmm. Uh, uh, but add on to what you were saying, Hexor. I, I, like, did you like where it was going? Did you prefer yeah. 2014? Yeah. Or, because I know you're a, you love them. I'm, I'm happy with what we got with 2014, but... Um, it would have been cool. cool. I, was, I was really hoping that uh, Vishnu was going to be one of the um, Titans in King of the Monsters because it would mix with like what they're going with with like the Titans being named after gods. Well, um, I think this has been fairly good. Um, 
of course, you can find us on Twitter at kaiju underscore converse. That's K-A-I-J-U underscore C-O-N-V-E-R-S. If you don't want to talk to us through Twitter, we have an email, kaijuconversation at gmail.com. All lowercase, all one word. You know the drill. Um, if you want to join our Discord server where you can join us on an episode, you can talk to the host, you can carry out conversations, and it's a lot of fun. Isn't that right, Burb? It is. It is a very fun server, and we just goof around and talk about all different types of kaiju media, and it's all, all fun. Yep, I totally am not forcing him or paying him to say that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, right. And of course, uh, if if you have questions, uh, you can also ask us any way through those. Um, if you haven't already, rate us on iTunes. I don't believe there is a review um, as of right now, but if there is, I will get that next time. Uh, that always boosts our ratings. And if you haven't already, we also have merchandise. Uh, if you just go on to Google and look up store merch, or not store merch, uh, Kaiju Conversation T Public, it should be one of the first links. Or if you go to our YouTube channel, you can find it in the About page. And as you can tell, subscribe to us on YouTube where you can get exclusive post-podcast interviews, rants, discussions. Um, there's not a whole lot right now, but in the future, we're hoping to get that. Um, and, of course, follow us on any platform you listen to us on. That is greatly appreciated. Um, and a big thanks to our editor, Justice, for editing all of our episodes. Even if they turn out to be a little wonky, he makes them sound amazing. So, yeah. thank you very much, Justice. Um, I have, am, of course... Uh, ET13 Productions, you can find me on YouTube as ET13 Productions. Hexor, where can we find you at? You can find me at the YouTube channel of Hexorzilla and the Twitter handle of Hexorzilla121. Okay. Um, and Burb, where can we find you at? You can find me on YouTube. I do not have any other social media as of late, but I will get one. Uh, you can find me at the one and only Burb uh, on YouTube. Yeah. Get a Twitter, awesome. coward. <laughs> I, I know that I want to punch you in the nose. Well, I think this has been rather fun. Uh, I hope informative to some people. And uh, good discussion. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. Thank Quite you guys good. so much for listening. Uh, this is the Kaiju Conversation Crew, where we talk big every week. Okay, that sounded good. I'm using that as our outro. <laughs>